Hello everyone, hello Sarah Nation and welcome to another episode of Mastering Money Matters where we teach about financial education because we know that that is the path to freedom and obviously we all want to master money matters. We all want to know what is it that we need to do in order to win that game, the money game. So today's episode is actually going to be sponsored by one of my video trainings is actually called also Mastering Money Matters, Discover How to Transform Your Relationship with Money, Get Out of Debt, and Achieve Through Financial Wealth. This is a three-part video training and all you have to do check in the show notes uh, for the link and just uh, register to it and uh, make sure to also get the bonus uh, training that I'm offering in there as well but today's episode is actually pretty interesting and uh, I really would like to get your take on it but the name of it is obviously called all that clutter used to be money so Let's start, let's begin very soon, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Okay, so when you look around, you know, you're in your house, maybe in your car, you know, wherever you have your things, and you look around, have you ever thought, oh my gosh, all this clutter used to be money? Well, today we are going to be talking about how we actually spend our money because we want to be a little bit more conscious about the things that we actually buy and where we actually spend our money. I want to talk about our environment. I have learned that in order for us to be able to attract and manifest wealth into a life, well, drum roll. We actually need to declutter. We actually need to get rid of stuff, open space in order for new things to come into our life. I know it is hard to believe, but that's actually the case. And uh, I actually started this practice um, a few years ago and I realized like I feel so much freer, you know, like liberated uh, for the fact that I actually have got rid of a lot of stuff that I was holding back. And I'm talking about things that I have had like for 20, 30 years, even things that I had when I was married, you know, like, and I was in a very bad relationship with a man that was very abusive. And, you know, like I was holding into those things and that was actually not allowing me to progress, allowing me to uh, become better. So it, it was actually keeping me bitter, let's say it that way. But, um, but again, you know, like once I learned about the art of decluttering, the, the art of getting rid of stuff and realizing that sometimes all that clutter is just means that I have overspent and I, that I have wasted my money. Now I realize that I've, that is a liberating thing to be able to actually look around and see what is it that is holding you back? What are the things that are just stuff and have no meaning for you or maybe have a negative feeling when you actually look at it? So we're going to be talking a little bit more about that, okay? One thing that I know about women is that when we are surrounded by clutter, we feel full. 
we feel very overwhelmed and our stress increase. Why? Because as women, everything that surrounds us speaks to us. You know, like no matter what it is, when we look around, anything speaks to us. For example, uh, one of the biggest things that speaks to us is our bed in the bathroom. Uh, if we don't make our bed every single mon- morning, the bedroom looks messy, looks cluttered, right? And it actually speaks to us. It's kind of like, like, you know, like it's such a big piece of furniture in our room that is the first thing that we actually look at. And uh, I have learned from like many different experts and successful entrepreneurs that the first thing that they do in the morning is making their bed. And that is the ritual that they have acquired because, again, those things actually speak to us. Uh, One of them is Lewis House, you know, in his book, uh, The Book of Greatness. He actually even talked about that. I know that a lot of people criticize him about that. But, you know, like when, um, when I realized or I became more conscious about how important it is to make my bed every single morning and how that allows me to feel that I am in an organized environment, it actually made a huge difference in my life. It's not that I never did my bed. I always did my bed, but I was not that consistent. But now that I am so consistent into it, I feel that as soon as I made my bed, everything else kind of like fall into place. So just little things like that, you know, like, as, like making your bed can actually make a huge difference in your life. And I'm going to be talking about other things. Obviously, this is just the first point. So the first thing that I want you to do is I want you to look around in your home and tell me how does it speak to you? You know, the things that are surrounding you in your home, what does it say? Does it bring you joy? Does it make you stress? Is there any emotion attached to certain things that are around your home that are not really positive, that are actually negative, right? What inspire you? What can you physically do that can help you to feel amazing in your own environment, especially in your own home? And again, what inspires you? What makes you feel amazing, abundant, and successful when you are at home? I know that there is a story behind everything you have. There is a reason why something is there and it, it is not you know, positive, it will tr- stress you out. Uh, it's kind of funny that very recently there was this hit show on Netflix called, uh, called um, with Mary Con- Kondo, right? And she called her method uh, Con Mary and is a way in order to declutter. And one of the things that she did is that for each item that you touch, you actually, you want to see and feel if it's making you happy or not. And if it's not, you want to take it out of your life. And sometimes we hold back on things that are not bringing us joy for the fact that it's just stuff in our house. And we are probably not aware of that. But if we want to bring more abundance into our life, that's one of the main things that we should do, right? We want to make sure that everything that we have that everything that we are uh, around, that it actually brings us happiness, that it actually brings us positive things. And if not, we want to get rid of it. Like I said, there is a story about everything and there is a reason why you have something and why you don't have something. 
And again, in order for you to be able to open up for more things to come into your life and more positive things to come into your life, then most likely you need to get rid of some stuff. There is a method, uh, I think is um, a method that have a lot ancient you know, uh, Chinese, right, ancient uh, history that they actually for the next nine days, they get rid about 23 things every single day. And if you don't do it for nine days straight, those 23 things, then you have to go back and start over. So there are many different ways that we want to declutter or that we can declutter. But the most important thing is to realize that there is a need for us to be able to do that in order to attract more abundance into our life. So like I told you before, there there were things that I was carrying for years and they were basically dragging me out. Every time that I needed to um, to move, it was so hard. Like I dreaded to having to move all the time and I was carrying all this amount of stuff. And it wasn't until I decided to move to Costa Rica that I actually got rid of a lot of these things and I actually felt liberated. I actually felt that... Um, I was actually opening more space and, and I felt so much uh, more relaxed, absolutely more relaxed. Now, why, why is this happening? Why we have all this stuff? Why we're spending so much money on stuff? Well, sometimes we feel that having a lot of things is a status symbol, right? It's a symbol that, you know, we actually are certain status and that we actually because we have a lot of things we we are very abundant but that does not you know that's not you that is driving that so who's driving that is actually commercialism does commercialism really make us happy you know does it really give us a purpose a fulfilled life there's no four seasons anymore you know sometimes you know like in the past there was spring, there was summer, there was fall, there was winter, and, you know, we will dress accordingly. Now, because of commercialism, there are 52 seasons. Every single week, they are new stuff, and whatever you bought last week is outdated, is not in vogue anymore, so that drives a lot of people, especially women, to emotionally actually buy stuff every single week. And I'm not just talking about clothes, right? I'm talking about a lot of different things. But big store keeps thousands and thousands of square feet of stuff in their warehouse to avoid selling it or to give it away to consumers. Why? Because they want you to keep shopping. They want you to like, like put that emotional attachment to having new things every single time. I actually know people that they not they don't just have one storage unit. They actually have three, five different storage of unit uh, storage unit, and they are like just spending thousands of dollars on just you know having the storage there. Or they have like so many stuff, and they feel that if they get rid of anything, then they might need it at some point. But it's been years, and they have never used them, right? And obviously, that is borderline 
hoarding, right? We already know that. But again, it's about like, what are the real feelings that are behind, you know, all those things? I actually have had four girlfriends that I have helped to get rid of their storage units. And at the beginning, they have been very resistant uh, to get rid of them, right? And I, I was telling them for years, you're spending a lot of money. You're spending hundreds of dollars every single month in order to be able to keep your stuff in there. And at the end of the day, those things are going to be outdated. You probably, if you move to a place and you decide that now the stuff that are in your storage unit, you can put it in your new place, it probably is not going to even match because things change, you know, like, like I said, you know, both change and, and the trends change and probably what you have there is not even worth that much anymore. And not only that, you have spent thousands of dollars on things that are not even worth thousands of dollars, right? So it has been a whole waste of money and a whole waste of time. And sometimes, you know, like after months and after sometimes even years, they realize that. And then they tell me, you know what, you were right. Uh, now I have spent so much of this money and it wasn't even worth it. Okay, so now I want to share something with you. Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? I must confess, when I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. Where do I go to record my podcast? Where do I find background music? How do I get my show on Spotify or iTunes or any other platform? How do I make money from my podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. I did my research and after experimenting with a lot of platforms, I decided that Anchor was the best one to start my own podcast. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and very easy to use. Not only that, but Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast, and you can get paid right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now. So if you always wanted to start your own podcast and make money by doing so, go to anchor.fm slash start and join me along with a diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. Once again, anchor.fm slash start and I'm looking forward to hear your podcast. The truth is we all like beautiful things. There's nothing wrong with that. And we all like stuff and we all like to feel abundant, right, in our life. But sometimes we just buy to buy. And what we buy is just crap. There's no other word for it. It's just crap. And again, all of that stuff used to be money. Money that you couldn't use for something else. Money that you couldn't use to save, to multiply, to grow your money, and to protect yourself for the future you right? Because at some point, I'm sure that you don't want to work any longer. At some point, I know that you want to have the option of when to work or not. And then you can, you want to keep the lifestyle that you have right now. But because you keep spending all your money on things, you are not able to achieve those things, right? You are not able to maybe even put your money on things that matter even more to you. Like, traveling or maybe buying something that is really important for you but because you're spending it on just little things here and there you never had the money for that that is much important it's more important for you right so what can we do in order to get rid of the stuff that we already have and also be able to attract more money and abundance in our life well i'm going to share four steps with you today the first one is this 
Be intentional about what you have. Make an assessment and see what is the purpose that you have given to each item. What, what is the serving in your life of that item? Is There is no purpose of that item to be in your life. Then get rid of it, donate it, or sell it. There are multiple different apps and websites that you can use these days in order to get rid of your stuff. Offer up, let go, Facebook Marketplace, eBay, there's Credless, you know, there's so many different places that you can actually sell your stuff and make a little, a little bit of money, or maybe you can donate it and, you know, give it to somebody that actually needs it more than you. Or you, in plain and simple, you can, you know, just get rid of it. Look at your drawers. You, know, you might have things inside your drawers that are broken or that has holes in it, and you don't even use them anymore. Well, it is time for you to get rid of them. Number two, realize how much money have you spent on all of these things and make it a goal to only buy the things that you need and that are within your means and only buy things that you want that are aligned with you reaching a bigger purpose in life. A lot of times we buy things not necessarily because it makes us happy, but because we are not fulfilled in our life. We need to find a bigger purpose in our life. You know, I have I had a girlfriend that I actually asked her because she doesn't know what to do with her life. All she wants is somebody to take care of her practically. And I asked her, you know, look deep inside, you know, like what is what is your purpose to be alive? What is it that that what is that bigger purpose that is serving you? Because sometimes again, you know, like like we ha- we need to fulfill because we're not fulfilling our life with something that is more meaningful, we fulfill our life with stuff. So find your bigger purpose. A lot of times, the reason you're buying all that crap is because you don't have a purpose in your life. Number three, then is delay gratification and embrace anticipation. And you guys know that I talk a lot about that. That's probably one of my favorite phrases, right? We all have dreams in our life and that we want to achieve. But if we keep running out of money every single month and we are not putting any money aside for our future, then we are not going to be able to achieve any of our dreams. But if we give the right meaning to the things that we have and the things that we get, then we are going to be able to gladly not spend money on meaningless things and separate our money to our future for our future right and then number four practice the art of minimalism for 30 days you know just as a test I'm not saying that now you have to become a minimalist but the truth is when you actually put it in practice uh, you you will have a different perspective of the things that you have and you will have a different mindset of what really is behind all the things that you have acquired, uh, you know, in the past. So I'm going to give you an exercise. And again, you know, it doesn't mean that now you're going to become a minimalist. If you do, great. But you don't, you know, obviously you don't have to. Uh, But notice how many things in your closet you actually don't use. How many, you know, you probably, depending on the season, you probably wear about the same, um, the same things because those are the things that makes you feel good that you know you look good in it or maybe because 
the type of work that you do or the type of the type of places that you go so maybe you're reusing over and over the same amount of clothes so i this is the exercise that i suggest go ahead and take a look at your closet and pick 30 pieces and that is including the accessories right and be creative and this is obviously something that might be even exciting out of the 30 pieces that you choose, then what I want you to do is create 30 looks. And for the next 30 days, I want you to wear 30, those 30 pieces, right? Creating different looks with those 30 pieces. And let me know after the 30 days if you felt that you were missing anything or if you felt naked. I remember when I was little, that I would tell my mom, oh, I have nothing to wear. I don't know what to wear when my closet was absolutely full of clothing. So again, it's a mindset thing, right? It's the, it's the way we actually see things or the, the way we actually feel. And in my case, I remember that I would say that I have nothing to wear um, because I was bored. I was bored with my life, right? I needed to find a bigger purpose when I was little. <laughs> so again, this is not necessary for you to become a minimalist, but by practicing it for at least a month, it could give you a new per perspective about things and what is the mindset that you have behind everything, behind all this stuff. Uh, so decluttering is an art. And even if you feel that if you get rid of certain stuff, you will be missing out, I want you to test it to see if that's really the case. And again, look around and check in your drawers and see if there's any item that you have not used for more than six months or a year and ask yourself, why not, right? Also, what about things that are sentimental? Keepsakes. Well, sometimes all we need to do is just take a picture of the item because what we want is to have the memory of it, right? So, uh, or not to lose the memory, right? We want to keep that memory in front of us. So just take a picture of the item. This is just obviously a suggestion. And finally, once again, check what is the mindset and the emotion for you to be buying all those stuff. Check yourself and see if it's because you need a bigger purpose in your life and you're not thinking about the future you. And I can assure you that as soon as you start opening space in your life, as soon as you um, you become um, you become financially uh, fit, you're not gonna be missing any of that stuff, and you're gonna realize that you know basically all that crap that you bought in the past it was just a waste of money. So thanks, thanks again for listening. And uh, if you have any questions, please do not hesitate to reach me. And remember that financial education is the path to freedom. Till the next Mastery Money Matters. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.